Hello and welcome back to the 39th episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor podcast with your host, Bennett Leon. And of course, we have our lovely co-host, Ashley Downing. Hello, everybody. Yay. All right. So, guys, we have a special uh, announcement to make. Well, not announcement, but we are going to talk about something special. And that is um, the discrepancy uh, that's going on right now with the coronavirus crisis and the inequalities that we're seeing and the amount of people that are getting infected and the areas that are getting infected. Like, who is getting uh, these cases more, right? Um, and the, what we're seeing more often than not is community, uh, poor communities, minority communities, um, people of color, brown people. All these types of uh, communities are all being impacted se- uh, much more severely by uh, this crisis than anything else that we've seen in the past. Um, any initial thoughts on this, Ashley? completely not surprised um i mean of course these are people who are living much closer together than people who are um in large homes or you know i mean just living in an apartment building by itself you're you're living within closer proximity these are also people who are more than likely in the service industry so they're still going to work Mm -hmm. Um, people in poorer communities are more likely to use public transportation as their main method of transportation than a personal car. Um, or if they do have a personal car, they're sharing that personal car with multiple people. Um, and no, I'm totally not surprised. Of course, it's hitting them the hardest. What I think is the saddest part about this is that those same areas also have the least... Um, access to a decent health care mm-hmm. um you know they they're the, the hospitals that are in those areas are it's not like you know university of chicago medicine or <laughs> rush hospital you know mm-hmm. so I, what i think is actually really interesting is that well of course that this is not like the first time that we're seeing these inequalities like it happens every day in our normal lives um and in, and of course it's going to continue on in this crisis too but it just highlights the need for Medicare for all to like yep. for, for like these these essential like basic needs that need to be addressed. And this once again highlights the need for those types of programs when it comes to issues of like health. Like you should just get a good amount of or like great health care just for being an American. Just for being a human, you know, like that's like the kind of mentality that it's going to take um, when it comes to the to battling this coronavirus effectively. Like it's a team effort, you know, um, and that's what kind of has to happen here. But what we're not really seeing a team effort too much is um, the the elites are not really. Uh, well, I mean, they are kind of uh, they are the the sound horn of the whole movement but they're not really um how would i put this fuck um they are largely out of touch uh with what's uh really going on for everyday people and we see this uh in the case of like uh, i think it was last week if not the week before that um but i'm pretty sure it was uh 
billionaire David Geffen. He was on his mega yacht in the Italian Sea. Um, and he posted uh, some, a picture of his boat, a drone shot of his yacht on Instagram, telling <laughs> everybody how, um, how they should take care of themselves with the coronavirus and how he hopes that everybody's uh, doing what they can to stay safe during this time. And he said that, oh, I'm doing what I can. Well, well it's really fucking easy for you, to, for you to escape when you have a fucking like half a billion dollar yacht just waiting for you with like staff and like all this like crazy shit like and then even in the very beginning of this like like this is like very recently like this david geffen post or whatever um oh and by the way everyone started trashing him trashing him absolutely on, on his post there um but it just it just goes to show like what i was talking about that they're largely out of touch with what's going on uh, for everyday people, especially people in the billionaire class that haven't been really exposed to it. Maybe they might have come from poverty early on in their life, but I feel like a lot of people that reach that kind of level, they they largely forget that. Not everybody, yeah. but largely. Any other thoughts on that? Um, no, I mean, just like it, in general, this this whole... The fact that it affects, that it's disproportionately affecting poor areas. I mean, I, I don't think that it probably comes as a surprise to a lot of people, anyone. <laughs> um, but when you look at the numbers, that's what's really crazy. Um, there's that, that this article on Market Watch where they're mm-hmm. talking about in New York City. Yeah. Um, the numbers in New York City in different uh, neighborhoods. Yeah. And when you look at areas like Manhattan, which we all know is like one of the wealthiest regions, um, they have the they have the least number of cases. They have the lightest infection rate. It's three hundred and seventy six cases per one hundred thousand people. And then you have areas like um, areas of Queens which have over 10,000 cases, actually almost, almost, yeah, 10 and a half thousand cases. Um, and then their, their infection rate is 773 cases per 100,000 residents. I mean, it's just a huge difference from 376. Um, so it's just sad to, it's sad. And it also is kind of alarming because since these are the people who are working more than likely, and that's also probably how they're getting mm-hmm. this virus, keep in mind. Um, what are we going to do when they're all sick and now these workers can't work? Like These are people like fast, you know, fast food workers, um, gas station workers, um, janitors. Our janitors are cleaning up our germs on a daily basis, you know? Um our public transit workers. I mean, here in Chicago, they've already had a metro person, a metro conductor come down with it, different CTA conductors. I mean, we should probably be trying to take better care of these people also. Absolutely. And protect them, I guess. Absolutely. It's better. Absolutely. Uh, they, it should, like I said before, it needs to be a human right. Um, this is wrong. I believe anyone that, the, anybody that gets saved because they have more money than another person just because of this, that 
a disease that has or a virus that has um, really like taken over the whole world and not really um, taken anybody for like uh, there's no discrepancy whether uh, it chooses someone rich or someone black or someone white or someone like uh, Asian or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like it goes after everybody. So that's why everybody needs to be covered by this. You know? Yeah. Like just common well, and, sense. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, don't don't get us wrong either, guys. We're not saying that like people, it that poor people are purposely not being taken care of. What I'm saying purposefully is that. Is. purposefully I don't I don't think that what what I'm saying is that I just it's this is a a systemic issue because the fact that they are getting hit the hardest is because of so many other underlying issues the fact that they live in the conditions that they live in the fact that they work at the places that they work at and all of this comes down to the underlying problem we have in the United States of economic inequality. Mm-hmm. And these people are getting sick for no other reason than them being poor. If you really, if you really think about it, if you really just want to make it black and white, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. I 100% and, agree. <clears throat> and then you, you, I actually, I was, I have kind of been keeping up with this idea of other countries have been talking about, um, or here people have been talking about how in other countries they have been having to make these really hard decisions in hospitals because they are running out of resources. And um, I was looking up something like that in the U.S. At, And I came across this article that was talking about how U.S. hospitals may have to start making those decisions. And they mentioned, of course, you know, by the life expectancy, you know, if they have the expectancy of, you know, recovery and um, how much treatment that they would need to recover but, and I mentioned this to you earlier, Bennett, I think that it's not hard to believe that people's social class is could not play a role in whether somebody is treated over somebody else. Mm-hmm. So that's a kind of an interesting thought that I just, I think of sometimes. I mean, absolutely. Uh, I think that's 100% valid. And I wanted to uh, end this uh, episode with um, that comment that you had made, that you had brought up to me uh, right before we started this uh, episode. And um, someone had commented on this article that uh, oh yeah Ashley <laughs> had um, Ashley mentioned a little bit earlier by Market Watch, and it was by someone called W. Dickey. Shout out to W. Dickey. Um, one day ago, he said, or he or she said, you mean it's, it is affecting the areas with the highest population density and limited access to resources that more affluent areas have? In other news, on sunny days, the sky looks blue. I guess the virus won't be taken seriously until Mrs. Cecilia Vanderpump Aston Martin Huffington Post, Vanderbilt Cornelius Duane 
Read uh, Chanel Prada Mercedes Smith gets a cough and fever then, huh? Uh, that's what he's up. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that guy is just, he gets it. Um, he gets it. This is just another day. This is just another, another instance of where um, income, income and wealth inequality has taken um, the front seat when it comes to healthcare. And it's a really sad reality when this is supposed to be a time of unity, um, of compassion for one another, um, like an empathy. But uh, all we're doing still is using um, the resources that we have available to us if we have more to get the edge over everybody else. Um, And that's America for you. I mean, these are troubling times, but of course we will keep our audience updated. But I think this is a great place to wrap up. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of this podcast. Your word of mouth is our oxygen. So please give us a five-star rating on um, Apple Podcasts if you're listening on there. And... Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dogs, tell your cats, <laughs> uh, tell everybody about uh, your new progressive podcast that you're listening to with your homies, Bennett and Ashley, who update you on the latest and greatest in the news, um, which we're happy to do. Of course, follow us also on Facebook at The Oligarchy Disruptor. You can follow us on Twitter at Ben the Disruptor and Ashley at Ash the Disruptor. Absolutely. And also, guys, please do not forget to vote. I know with all this coronavirus shit, it's very easy to forget what's going on right now. But um, or what I mean is like the election and stuff that's also going on simultaneously in the background. But over half the nation has not cast their vote yet. So it is very important that you vote in the primaries up until the general election, which we will go to face Donald Trump. So I'll leave it to the queen of voting to give you her spiel about <laughs> that. So I'll go ahead, Ash. All right, everybody. Yes, don't forget to vote. Um, if you do not know where your polling place is, perfect website. It's called yourfuckingpollingplace.com. And it's very simple. Just type in your address, press OK, and your polling place will show up um, in the times that they're open. Again, that's yourfuckingpollingplace.com. And then, um, oh yeah, any questions you have about voting. So what your registration status is, um, if you can same day register to vote. I think a lot of states, um, actually I'm not going to say that because I'm not totally sure about how um, states are. I know in Illinois they stopped voter registration online quite a few weeks before the actual um, election, but a lot of states have same-day registration. Um, If you aren't really sure what else is going to be on your ballot, there's also a little section for you to see what's on your ballot. And this website is called rockthevote.org. Super awesome, and there's lots of questions. Uh, That's rockthevote.org. Don't forget to vote, guys. All right, guys, once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Your word of mouth is our oxygen. So we will leave it there. Thank you once again, and we will see you next time.